गुजारी So as I told you earlier, uh, I don't. I'm not Bill Gates, so I don't know why people would be very interested in knowing my childhood. But since you brought it up, uh, my parents tell me that I was born in Multan. That's so obviously, I did not know. So I have no <laughs> evidence of judging if they are. There's no right birth certificate. Us zamane mein itna koi certificate to nahi the, but but so born in Multan. Uh, I'm the only son. I I have a I have an elder sister. She's a doctor. Um, and then uh, from my birth till grade seven, uh, pretty much in Multan. Right. And then after that, uh, this was the time when uh, Ziaul Haq was in full vogue, and uh, certain amount of Islamization and conservatism was being shoved down across the society. And because in Multan we only had one good school, which was a missionary school, so the missionary school was uh, in the crosshair. सो जितना उनका इंग्लिश मीडियम वगैरह वॉज बीग कन्वर्टेड इन टू उर्दू मीडियम एंड एवरी थिंग इवन दो माई मदर हर सेल्फ वॉज अ मास्टर्स इन उर्दू इन द टाइम जब वुमेन एजुकेशन वॉज रेयर बट शी थॉट कि भाई शी वॉज ऑलवेज अ लिटल बिट ऑफ एडवेंचरस इन हर लाइफ एज वेल सो शी थॉट कि अगर खुद उर्दू मीडियम में पढ़ाऊँगी तो दैट्स माई चॉइस बट बींग फोर्स इम्पोज नहीं होगा सो वहाँ से फिर आवर पेरेंट्स स्टार्ट लुकिंग के वट अदर ऑप्शन आर देयर हॉस्टल की तो कैरेट कॉलेज हसन अब्दाल वहाँ पे शॉर्टलिस्ट किया एग्जाम हुआ तो देन आई ज्वाइन कैरेट कॉलेज एट्थ क्लास से ट्वेल्थ क्लास मोमेंट ऑफ इट बिकॉज आई वॉज द ओनली सन द लाडला वहाँ पे आर्मी का एक वो होता है एंड टू एन एक्सटेंड दैट इन नाइन्थ ग्रेड आई एक्चुअली रैन अवे सो आप सोचेंगे इट वॉज़ अ पठान एरिया ये ज़्यालग के ज़माने की बात है सो वहाँ से मैं रात को दीवार टाप के अकेला बस पे मैं बैठा और वहाँ से ये डेबू वगैरह मोटरवे तो होती नहीं थी सो आई लैंडड अप इन पिंडी एंड आई आई टाइम्ड माई माई एग्जिट सच दैट आई एम नॉट मिस्ड राइट सो इट हैज़ टू बी लेट नाइट वो तकिया और चादर वो छुपा के ओनली वन वन ऑफ माई फ्रेंड्स न्यू दैट दैट्स वट आई एम डूइंग तो वो आया उसने जिस तरह दुल्हन को रुखसत करते हैं वो खुदा हाफिज किया रोना धोना हुआ अल्लाह करे आप पहुँच जाए हमने को सेलफोन भी नहीं होते थे सो एट मिडल ऑफ द नाइट आई रीच पिंडी और वहाँ से न्यू खान बसें होती थी वो आई हैड टू पिक दैट आप एंड ऑबियसली आई गॉट फ्लैगड क्योंकि ये वो ज़माना था जब बसों में थोड़ा धमाके भी हो रहे थे तो आई गॉट फ्लैगड उन्होंने कहा बेटा आप अकेले वट इज़ हैपनिंग ये वो आई हैड टू कुक अप अ स्टोरी कि जी वो पेरेंट्स निकल गए और मैं वट एवर सो आई डोट नो दे फिगर्ड आउट नॉट सो आफ्टर अराउंड एटीन ट्वेंटी आवर्स ऑफ जर्नी आई फाइनली रीच्ड माई होम मुल्तान मुल्तान तो उस वक्त तक जो कैरेट कॉलेज में पता चल चुका था सो दे हैड कॉल्ड माई पेरेंट्स माई पेरेंट्स वर फ्रीकिंग आउट ऑनली सन माई मदर वॉज के अब आ जाए मैं नहीं भेजूंगी पता नहीं क्या हुआ और and it was all all male uh, boarding as well so they were kind of it could be scandalous ke kyun bhaga so main to homesickness ki wajah se bhaga tha so by the time i i reach home finally so i was received and my mother said ke beta bas nahi jana koi masla nahi aapko nahi bhejenge 
विद इन ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स दे हैड चेंज देर माइंड कि नहीं बेटा अब तो आपने उधर ही जाना है एंड यू हैव टू थिंक ऑफ इट एज अ चैलेंज एंड वो जो सारी शपील होती है तो उन्होंने कहाग्राउंड मिस मैच माई मदर वॉज वेरी एजुकेटेड माई फादर when he married my mother he was uh, fa and my mother forced him to complete his law and all of that he ended up being a great lawyer but it was lot of my mother so my mother thought that it is in my genes not to study because right. none of my chacha studied my mother brought them from village to home unko dande maar ke padhaya koi matric mein bhag gaya koi fa mein so so for her it wasn't as much of a hasan abdal right. it was like ye school se bhag gaya exactly to wo unhone jab ek jab pyar wo pyar mohabbat khatam ho gayi to unko khayal aaya ki but what is happening yeah. and i was always a good student even my cousins who were in lasal high school unke sath bhi i was ahead of my class so aisa tha nahi ki main padhai chhod deta but my mother so from that point even before then i hated uh, boarding before that after that it was just uh, you know always uh, marking days on the calendar ab itne saal reh gaye itna saal reh gaye and from that point onwards i you have to find refuge right so imagine that in carrot college nobody had ran away like this right and then if you run away you're never taken back yeah. that was the rules yeah. but because i was a good student so when i came back now the principal and the, all the board sat down and they said ki ab iska kya karna Uh-huh. and then the board make made a decision ke nahi ab inko hum rehire kar lete hain koi masla nahi so they violated the policies and then wo mujhe kamre mein ja ke unhone bataya ke bhai aapko isliye kiya hai ke we believe that you, now you have to make us proud right yeah. so metric a board hai fsc ka board hai aapne ab top karna uh-huh. so that kind of had a huge impact ke i feel ke i owe it to everyone now and i hate this place i can't run away again <laughs> i have no other option so that kind of fundamentally changed me right. uh, so i became very introvert and even now i'm i'm inherently introvert caught in an extrovert body right so because of being a manager you have to show a certain amount yeah. of extroversion and i'm hating every minute of when i'm doing <laughs> that uh, so fsc tak jo hai na this is the this is this is a history I'm happy to say that fsc mein phir board mein position aaye and all of that was forgotten uh, but still to date i carry that burden uh, ambivalent you, feeling feeling about yeah. that uh, interesting um where did you go after fsc um, hasan abdal so Dali. after fsc uh, and you didn't think of joining the army i mean hasan abdal is like the, the ultimate yeah. uh, uh, breeding ground for army officers right right so i hated every moment of it so i could not see myself joining the army aur phir uske baad that was the time jo aapne pehle before the talk you asked me so us waqt it wagaira kuch nahi tha engineering ki there was only uet and um, your el- elder brother uh, they would still be younger than me but maybe you would know to us waqt uet lahore mein it would take 7 years to complete your engineering right and that was just too long a time so at that time what what happened was there was no other place right so i was conflicted and my parents had given me full independence ke beta jo karna hai so ek dafa zabardasti ki carrot college jo karna karo so i i thought i would do css um, i thought maybe i will do commerce उस वक्त होता ही था कि एफ एस सी वैन यू ग्रेजुएट यू हैव अ होल ईयर बिफोर यू ई टी क्लासेज स्टार्ट अच्छा 
So I dabbled in all. I, I took admission in, in government college because I wanted to do CSS and took, you know, double maths, physics and all of that. So even attended few classes. But when UET started, I mm. just ended up joining UET uh, in electrical engineering. And that was when GIK's, uh, GIK also started off. Oh, so GIK as an institution started Institution off? started okay. off. So UET classes started in March. Mm-hmm. G- GIK started in around uh, September. 93? Uh, 93, exactly. Right. So so that's when uh, then me and few of my friends, they then uh, gave GIK uh, exam. And then we uh, dropped out of UET. And then uh, we were the first batch of GIK. Uh, Which program? So I started off um, uh, with the, there's a program, I don't know if they still offer it, it's called Engineering Sciences. Back then it used to be called Maths and Applied Physics. So my dream was to be, uh, uh, to do PhD in physics. And I hated maths. So nobody told me. How do you reconcile with that? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I remember growing up, uh, my mother, um, she's, she's dead now, but she was showing me a book, which was a thick physics book, and I had written my name, uh, Kashif Manzoor, Future PhD Physics, right? So that's how fascinated I was. So I started off first semester, and then I, uh, so my grades were okay, but I, I got a B in maths, right? And the rest were all A's, so I talked to, uh, some really good teachers over there and sought their advice. And then they suggested that, you know, if that's the situation, you should not pursue maths and applied physics. You should transfer. So because I had good GPS, so I could transfer in electronics and computer science. And at that time, we had no idea that computer science is it's, the future. Yeah. Right? So it was just a toss of a coin. I could have landed here or there. I just flipped. And uh, computer science, I said, computer science it is. Um, I mean, you, you're in UET. It's yeah. like a legacy school, <clears throat> essentially, yeah. right? Um, and certainly now there's a new institution that's opened up. Sure, I mean, there's this president whose name is attached right. to it. So right. there might be some prestige. Right. Wow. How did that decision happen? Was it the seven-year program versus the four-year program? Or se nikalna tha? Right. So during that, there's another uh, thing I'm not sure if it's appropriate for me to say it here, but I'll still say it and you can cut it. Seven years was always a deal breaker, right? Uh, you have to understand, I'm thinking of doing PhD. And it takes seven years or six years to do PhD. And here I have to spend this much time. So I tried a few other institutions. At that time, GIK, we did not know it. It is going to open up. So EME was, which is now NAST, right? Mm. So EME was the next option. So I applied to EME. And uh, I was rejected. So I... I was in FSC Pindi board, I was the top student. So it was like, you know, of course I would be accepted. So when I was rejected, uh, I found out and then I, I was crying, I was unhappy and my father said, okay, calm down, let me go and talk to EME. So my father father drove, someone told me to write a very emotional letter. So I typewrited, signed it and, and, and advisor said, you don't take the kid because I don't know what's going to happen and he's, he's very sensitive. So my father took the letter, went, and there was a colonel over there who was in charge of all of this. And my father said, why would you reject this guy? And he said, well, the reason is because we have certain quotas, right? If he come as a gentleman cadet, then it's fine. But I didn't want to be gentleman cadet. Then you have private seats. And private seats, unsaid rule was, it is meant for army officer's sons who could not get anywhere else. 
Right. And he said, your son is a UET merit, so why do you want to waste someone else's? So that was the situation of, uh, you know, lack of meritocracy at that time. So then, you're right, GIG was the other only option, four years. Uh, and because my parents were like, you know, had, had given me full independence, and now we had to make a decision because uh, GIK was supposed to be private, more expensive, UIT, yeah. hardly any fees. So me and another friend of mine, who incidentally was the same friend who saw me off when I jumped off uh, the <laughs> wall, we actually went and said, let's take a look at GIK, right? right? So here we are going on a bus and we could not find a bus that would take us to GIK. It yeah. was so unknown. So we uh, looked up uh, the address of Soprest, which was the organization that was running the fair. We found their address in F8. We went there, just literally knocked on the door. And uh, at that time, a lot of GIK's initial administration, they used to sit in Soprest office, uh, office because GIK was still under construction. So over there, we met uh, some really good people. We explained our problems to them. And you know they kind of convinced us, don't worry, uh, this is the place you, you need to be. And they also guided us how to go to GIK. So they just said that there is a Pindi mein wo jo, uh, ek wagon station in Fezabad. Fezabad. Go there, go wagon to GIK. And you have to be back before 5 because Otherwise you're stuck there. Was stuck there. Went there. Um, so the architecture is beautiful. I think it was designed by a French or, or Turkish architect. Really beautiful. So we went there. It was just so much hospitality you feel over there. Because you know, KPK, they're well known for their hospitality. So you feel like you were welcoming, uh, you were welcomed over there. Compare yeah. that with UET, where we applied to the people who were in the world, and so compare that. So, you know, there was no brainer for us. Right. And so how was the four years at uh, GIK, computer science? I mean, you were the first batch there. Right. Um, this is a very <coughs> nascent time. Um, computer science, kisi ko pata hi nahi hai. Right. Uh, we're not, economically, we're not very strong. And right. so getting these super expensive machines, just right. future hai ke nahi. Right. right. Uh, you know, kya scene hai. Right. So what was it like at the time? Right. So uh, I think everyone who joined GIK at that time, because uh, standard was high, the first batch tha. They were all people who had options elsewhere as well. A lot of them from U UET dropouts like me. A lot of them had options to go to US, one reason or another, financial or whatever. They chose to be at GIK. So no one was at GIK because that was the only place they could get in. Right. They made some convoluted decisions to be in a place which is so far away from civilization yeah. and take a risk. Yeah. Right. Uh, so everyone was extremely unique. And, and this uh, also goes for teachers also. And they were smart people. They weren't like rejects. They were, no, no, no. They were not rejects. Uh, they were smart. And obviously someone had a certain type of smartness more than other. But they were a very unique bunch. Um, and, and, you know, at that time, it is very hard for anyone to imagine now what was the situation over there back then. Mm. Because you had one canteen and it had limited supplies. And if you want to eat something, you have to go uh, into the bazaar, right? And it's not like Uber or Kareem or anything. And you, you've got to figure it out. You go over there. They have not seen uh, people from the other side of Pakistan either, right? So, so those were very exciting times. Mm. Not for the reasons that, you know, now kids go to Lums or Fast or all of that. They find excitement in beautiful buildings and all of that. 
I think we found excitement in the fact that you feel that you're you're pioneering something. Yeah. Right. And at that age, idealism and everything, the teachers that we were getting all were idealistic. Yeah. Right. Someone at दस बारह पंद्रह साल गुजर जाते हैं तो बस टीचर्स साइकिल चला रहे होते हैं वो टाइम होगाटली so that 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 was uh, that was a great experience mm-hmm. and at that time we were living like kings because uh, it was all hostel and uh, only 150 kids and two hostel or three hostels were built in so we all had a separate room attached bath right so it was like even better than home in some ways <laughs> right and no checks and balances and um, so um, everyone had very fond memories of those time right uh, you graduated in 97 97 and so straight out what were you doing so after 97 what so people who had proper guidance from their elder brothers or or parents or people whose parents were well off uh, one year before graduation they had already given GREs and everyone was going abroad right so i have you know one of the downside of being away from your parents and 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 them giving you full independence is that I just simply did not want to burden my parents even with admission fee or anything right so I knew I would eventually go abroad but I didn't want to ask my father for money right so so I didn't do any GREs because I like with Tariq bin Ziyad ki tarah kashtiyan chalana right so I said agar GRE de diya to phir ho jayega phir parents bechare they will be guilty ko zameen bechenge kuch karenge so do not dena hi nahi hai so out of 97 that is the time when IT is picking up right so there were so many jobs available and my goal was ki yaar what is the quickest way legal and quickest way to to be rich so i can support myself for masters right so at that time uh, although i had joined a small company uh, but that was a filler in lahore ki yaar i'm figuring it out so schlumberger it's a french uh, uh, oil uh, company they would uh, do interviews and they would select two to four people from pakistan every year so i was lucky that so at that time because gik had now become a brand name mm-hmm. so a lot of these companies they were reaching out to our career office and uh, asking top resumes and they would just give us a call and interview and so what was this job was it it or was it more like a graduate so it was it program? was so schlumberger has multiple businesses uh, so the one which is the more electronics oriented job that's called violin and testing and that's where the real money is so i was selected in that so the job was you know uh, not so much like we were not digging oils but once the oil has been dug up sophisticated equipments have to be loaded in and then you find out if there's oil or not and so we were the ones loading the equipment and running the computers analyzing the data so you were actually like traveling to these sites and, yes. and that must have been quite an experience uh yeah at that time i think we were and remember i had never been abroad at that time right so the first time i landed so 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 when they sign a contract they actually fly you over to dubai okay and they give you 5 days and a thousand dollars to make up your mind whether you want to join or not so they don't want to take you in without you getting a feel of what you're you know signing up for right so the first time i landed in in uae that was a i realized that you know everywhere dirt is the same right so we were not used to that so at that time we signed off and some of the students were actually so sure of themselves that they took the $1000 spent partied for 5 days and decided not to join right so i mean that's that's how they were but obviously <laughs> we were morally obligated we we joined that 
and after that what they do is that uh, they then send you for for one month to work as an operator okay like what's an cleaning, operator operator is like cleaning floors and all of that so so once you're an engineer so you they really break you down fast exactly exactly <laughs> exactly so that's they have certain locations you go over there so i i uh, worked in indonesia uh, and after one one month uh, then they send you for a training school right so my first month was in qatar where i was working as an operator and then they uh, they uh, because my english was good so they sent me to uh, the england school but i could not get visa in time so then they rerouted me to indonesia so I spent around 4 months in indonesia in training school graduated from there and then went back to qatar as an engineer so total um, number of years was like 3 years while i was doing that and and uh, made good money and, and were you able to visit your family back home during that time yes so so the deal was that every two and a half month then they give you all expense paid two to four weeks of time off right. and you can go anywhere in the world right. and i being you know uh, mama's boy i would <laughs> always come to pakistan so so uh, so yeah yeah they're very well taken care of and uh, when i decided to leave that job it was because the goal was never you know working get comfortable and make yeah, money yeah. it was the idea was to go, go masters. masters phd whatever right and so immediately after that did you go for your masters So immediately after that being the only son uh, I thought now first let me get married right right so uh, got married uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and had a kid and then started preparing and at that time I had joined Teclogix because I left Schlumberger came back have to join somewhere uh, and so joined Teclogix and then uh, they sent me to China and over there I took my mother along with me to China my by then I had a son as well so worked there uh and then prepared for my GRE and and the whole process why china though i mean that's very very unique um if you're in the it space you would one uh, one would assume maine aaj tak kabhi kisi se baat nahi ki jo china mein you know like generally hota hai ki my north america mein clients hain middle east mein hain um this is very new so tell me a little, little bit about what that was right and this is the china of 2003 and right. this is pre chinese olympic right so right. this is the china where very few people would go and when we landed in beijing we were truly treated as foreigners right so b- because our eyes and face looked different and my my uh, son was very cute and young so people would actually take selfies kind of selfies with with him right so it's a different china so very very good question so at that time 911 had happened right so there was a lot of negative perception about pakistan A lot of Pakistan IT companies had customers in the US, and they were finding it challenging. Um, so, Teclogix's largest customer was General Electric. We we're making multi-million uh, annual revenue. So, our sponsors over there suggested that uh, there's going to be a corporate decision taken. No business with with Pakistan, so you might open an offshore center in China. So, that offer to help set up the off, uh, offshore center was made to people much smarter and senior than me, but all of them were very smart. so because this is not that china right so nobody right. kind of uh, opted for it and then so i was like a reluctant third or fourth best choice <laughs> because uh, i was fairly young uh, no experience of setting up offices and that also in china because uh, i've been taking these uh, ridiculous decisions all my life you know carrot college and then gik and then so it's in my nature to kind of not go where everyone is going so i just thought it as an opportunity 
right and, and we, what was your role at Technologix when you joined so at, uh, i was heading the china office no before that before that i was a director of professional services okay. so pretty much uh, you know running projects and and right, right, with customers right. so now you're in china and right. which city did you go into i was in beijing mm-hmm. and i had also uh, learned chinese for, we did a two months course in That's pakistan it. and uh, and again being a nerd uh, you know i i would memorize vocabulary and i would spend day and night and i would you know practice the accent so when we landed in china at that time very few people spoke english so you really need to know chinese to 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 move around and so i i i could move around you know had a little bit of vocabulary and what was funny was that in chinese when you tell someone that you know i don't know chinese right uh, if you say it in chinese that never works out well right because they think you're making fun of them right so and then i would not say that you know so even now i remember if you say i don't know chinese you say wa bu hai chuan right which means i don't know chinese and my chinese colleague when i would say this he said don't say this you know now he's he's talking to me and saying this foreigner is making fun of me and because i had practiced the accent so well So then I started saying wa bu hui wa hui idian chuan which means I know very little Chinese right? right and then their response was oh no 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 your chinese is very good keep speaking right so there was no easy way out <laughs> so learn chinese it's very interesting though have you been yeah. practicing since then because well, your accent really. is phenomenal no not really so that's one thing that we have to understand about Ch- almost everything that is chinese everything in china is very logical right, right? even their language it's like maths it flows like math so you know the basics the rest is only adding to your vocabulary the right. grammar is very simple right so even now i remember these things because because it's, it's the, the problem solving mind that you have yeah, that just yeah, sort of yeah. does the same thing with exactly, that as well very exactly. cool um so you were in beijing and now you're hiring chinese people with very right. little chinese <laughs> so an in, interesting uh, incident about hiring so at that time uh, you know we were looking at microsoft questions right so microsoft has these analytical questions because of language we were hiring people who could speak english but psychologically we were rejecting individuals just because their english wasn't good although we knew you they know, were smart can, yeah they're yeah. smart so how do you how do you interview people because my job was mostly personality interviews right and i don't know personality of chinese people so i was struggling to find the right mix and so i looked at microsoft i realized that they asked certain questions and one of the famous question was why are manhole round right and and there are three four correct answers to it one is because you can if you want to take it out you can roll it another one is the round will not fall down you know typical question answers so i said okay here's a here's a good question so so i started asking those questions and I didn't realize they don't know what manhole is, right? So when you say it in English, that why are manhole round? Then and you might want to censor it later. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, I'm fine with yeah, that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Took right? me a second there. <laughs> and, and then I, then I, uh, so I realized uh, I shouldn't be asking this question because people are thinking I'm, I'm being obnoxious. So, 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 but we eventually we figured out we we hired a very good team. A lot of them stuck around with Technologics for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, How big was Teclogix? At that time, time Teclogix was like uh, the company to be in. Um, their co-founders were both MIT graduates. Pakistani? Uh, yeah, both uh, Kevan and Salman. They're still around, still running the company. Um, and uh, at that time, I think uh, when I eventually left, they were like twelve million dollar annual revenue. 
Um, and I suspect they might be still the same. Um, so the growth hasn't happened the way, you know, at back in those days it was happening. So in China, the you know, the main purpose always was to go abroad and, and, and fund my education. So at that time I, I had done GRE, I scored well and I, I was ready. So I applied, uh, got into really good schools um, and uh, got funding as well. Um, so, so at that time, then I said, you know, I, I wanted to take, I took two years off uh, sabbatical from Teclogix uh, because I believed in the vision, right? So I never thought that it was ever about me having a comfortable job, right? You, everyone can do that, right? But I wanted it to be something bigger. Um, and I thought that Teclogix, you know, the, these, these really brilliant uh, idealist people gave up everything in dot-com era, came back, doing country a great favor, and obviously I want to, you know, be their mentee and then play my part, right? So that was always the idea. Um, and, and, and so once I did my uh, master's from University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. Uh, How was that, by the way? So that was, I had two kids by that time, right? Uh, <clears throat> and I was a nerd all along. So in GIK, when I graduated, I wanted, uh, I, I'm a very, you know, idiotically focused on grades. Right. Uh, so in GIK, I said, okay, I, I, will, I will be the first student. But I didn't realize that everyone else is smart, very, very smart as well. So I ended, I ended up being the third student overall and second in computer science. So with master's, my goal was to, yes, graduate studies. But I also said, well, I've never had four GPA, right? Always like 3.9 and whatever. And cumulative GPA was obviously not four. I said, okay, I have to get four GPA. So masters ended up being something I could have literally enjoyed to being something which was 50% enjoyment, 50% was just mindless grind. Anxiety. Because I need 4GPA. Yeah. In the end, uh, I ended up with 4GPA. And the, and the benefit was that I got fellowship and all of that, which was all academically based. But I, I did not spend a lot of time with my family. I was spending most of my nights in the library. And also remember that I had taken seven years working break so i was working for seven years so i was away from academics and then suddenly i landed in a in a in a school which was very tough and now i had to remember what i studied in in undergrad so part of that was necessity i had to quickly uh, like do double or triple what everyone else was doing and so first semester was tough and and uh, then uh, i did my thesis and all of that so so at that time i realized i could also do phd but at that time, my mother also uh, was suffering from Parkinsonism and only son. And, you know, every day I was getting calls from my home and you're married as well. Right. So there's always this thing that parents with single kid have that, you know, right. Uh. So you have that social pressure. So came back uh, and then rejoined Teclogics. Right. Uh, and what did you join uh, Teclogix as? Teclogix, uh, I was, uh, you know, director, professional services, resumed there, but then I left after one and a half years. Because Achha. at that time, I had the necessary exposure to reach certain conclusion. Because the idea always was, okay, you know, let's do something big. Mm. Uh, and very early in my life, I realized I am no entrepreneur. Mm. So I needed to be part of a team where I focus on service excellence and others are focusing on other, other areas. So once I had the exposure, I came back, I realized that Teclogix had made certain decision which was 
evident to me that they are not going to be a one billion dollar Pakistani company, right? Right. And then I, I then I said, well, it's time for me to uh, get it. And, and while I was reaching that conclusion, I was also doubting myself. But who am I to reach this conclusion? What data points do I have? I have never worked in a large IT company. I don't even know how it feels. So then I said, okay, let me make a strategic move to a larger company and get a feeling of how those companies operate and then come back and then be part of, of a group, uh, even if it is Ecologix, I can rejoin, where I would know how scale looks like and then do my part to, to, to scale. Right. Um, and what year is this now? With this is two, 2008. And November. now you moved to Oracle. So I moved to Oracle uh, in Asia Pacific. Um, so I was... Uh, uh, I did projects in Singapore, Malaysia, um, Indonesia, uh, South Korea, Hong Kong, uh, New Zealand, Australia. So Asia Some Pacific, tons of travel. Tons of travel, tons of travel. So I took my family with me uh, and because I had made a lot of decisions based on being with my mother. And again, she's not getting any younger uh, and uh, her, her, her situation is deteriorating. So I knew that I have X number of years because the last thing I wanted to do or I would recommend anyone to do it is to be with your parents and be bitter about it, right? So you have right. to make a decision. And I made a decision that if I make, I, I'm willing to make career sacrifices up to a limit that does not make me bitter right. by, being, by taking care of my parents. So that was the time I realized my mother could last for another few years without me completely being uh, with her. My, my sister was nearby as well. So, uh, oops, sorry. So, so that's where uh, 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 I then uh, made this decision. I took my wife and my two kids with me, uh, and we were based out of Malaysia. But I was traveling all around, um, and finally, uh, my my wife said that you know we are never here, so why are we here? Because uh, Malaysia is not a not a not a. So we were in Kuala Lumpur, but not a very the, conducive place for. Yeah, the driving was crazy. Right. right. And uh, my, my wife could drive, but she could not survive in Kuala Lumpur. So, uh, and then uh, certain other medical situations happened uh, with, the, with the wife that we thought that it is best uh, that she comes back to Pakistan. And because our ancestral house is in Multan, my sister is in Multan as well. So she chose to come back. And, and hats off to her because... She chose to be with my mother, whereas she could just be living with, with her mother. Houses are close by. Uh, and I did not uh, put any compulsion on her because it, it's my mother, my responsibility, not hers. Right. But she made this, this call. And so then so she moved back after around two years. And I stayed back for another three years in Oracle traveling. And every three months, my boss was kind enough to give me like, two weeks uh, to work from Pakistan. And this is way before COVID and work-life balance and all, all of that. So it wasn't fast no, it wasn't to work easy. from. It wasn't yeah, easy. it wasn't easy. And I'm, I mean, your kids must be, what, like eight, ten, eight nine, Right, ten, so my time. my uh, eldest one at that time uh, was, uh, yeah, so he, he was uh, in grade six. Oh, seven, that must right? be difficult. Yeah. yeah, and youngest one was had just started in, in, in KG or, or grade one. Um, so I was traveling. My uh, wife was taking care of my mother and my my kids. And uh, then once I completed five years, uh, then I said, "That is it." Right. Mm -hmm. So now, at that time, I and also, what year was this when you finally? Uh, so that was in uh, December 2013. Okay. Right. And because I had made two prior attempts to move back to Pakistan, 
and things didn't work out ideally so i knew this time you know what were the loose ends so mm. i tightened all the loose ends and then i came back and i knew that this is going to be for good and at that time uh, systems was still a company but it wasn't clear um, where they're heading right i, I mean yes is asa everyone knew in the industry asip was very well respected and all of that but it wasn't clear that they are ever going to be a 1 billion company let alone even have aspirations to be that right right it's just a company that's just working kaam chal raha hai paise ban rahe hain chalate raho ghumate raho zindagi jeete raho exactly exactly so technologics was never an option i'd given up hope for on technologics so then uh, it's it uh, so i now knew how larger organizations work right because being in oracle i've seen it um so i joined a, a smaller company called confis uh, it was co-founded by uh, one lums graduate and one his professor and confis has had a phenomenal growth as well by the way so when i joined the revenue was around 1.5 million right right so uh, and when i left it was uh, 25 million right and obviously this is dollars uh, right this is dollar right right so a- a- and and how many years is this so this so i i worked at confis for almost 8 years Eight years, right? So that's your biggest probably um, right, tenure in, in, any, tenure any, company, in any any organization, right, right. and um, that's quite a quite quite a lot of growth, right? And and at that time, <clears throat> we got a you know luck has to play a part, right? Uh, but then it's team and all those you know these sound trite and cliched, but this is actually true. Everyone plays a role, mm-hmm. um, and I think um, I obviously played a role. but the but the uh, the ceo of confes is also ceo and co-founder of parkwheels right. right he's a serial entrepreneur so he's a products guy startup guy entrepreneur guy and he's running this services business which was funding his uh, his, his uh, investment uh, toys. exactly <laughs> so he was kind enough to let me run the show and you he were essentially would, heading that division that entire services division yes not just the services then the us and all of it so so the ceo i would say would he was a help uh but i would say what you would, like over here uh, what asip does the ceo over there was maybe doing 20% of that right and that was always understood understood by me so the remaining 80% some i would uh, for the uh, the burden some another gentleman was their chief operating officer we would and so so that finishes uh eight years there and then i had to uh, decide again so eight years so, so now it's 2021 now it's 2021 Okay. And so now going back to uh, you know your mid 40s plus and you have to now think you and know And you really have to think like that's why yeah. you're like okay you know maine kuch aspirations pehle thi ab wo ek realignment aati hai sage mein hamesha ke yaar main chahta kya hu zindagi ke sath Exactly. So usme ek to ye hua by that time both my parents had passed away. Right. So the reason to be in Pakistan was not there. Right. And now the reason has to be very mathematical. Right. right it's not emotional it's not parents and what are those reasons because we all have had always have options to go and neela passport or sabas passport ke alawa sare hum mil sakte hain and then you have to decide right? yeah so i did so so i was never been good at maths but i did maths so <laughs> i said okay <clears throat> pakistan it industry may what is it that pakistan it industry really needs and i made a uh, i looked at um, across the border how indian it industry have grown and all of that and i i i decided that or i speculated that i think that we need a very large it services company we don't have any 
Right. Even uh, Sri Lankan expats have created billion dollar plus. Vietnamese have. And look at their population, look at Philippines, our population. Indonesia. Exactly. You all have, right? Yeah. So it, it is doable. And so I said, okay, now I can't build that company, right? Yeah. Too late, not an entrepreneur. And I think by 60, I would be done for, right? right. So I have another 13 years. By that time, I was 47. And so if by 60, I am contributing in a company that's $1 billion, and you assume a 30-40% CAGR, then what revenue hona chahiye. Right. right. So they did the math and realized Confis is not going to be that company. Right. Um, so then where does this leave me? Right. So And that's when uh, Asif Akram, uh, I actually reached out to uh, systems. There was other thing which for confidentiality reason I can't share. Right. But there was a talk. There were talks between between me and Confis and systems and me and Asif Akram. And all Just really that. figuring out what the next step should be for you. Right, right. So yeah. Asif Akram, I, I saw them, uh, although he's older than me, but not by huge margin. Yeah. Uh, so, But I thought that he has the right exposure experience and... Uh, why don't I look for a mentor in local industry and then see where it goes? At that time, there was no intention system right? Mm. I was just looking for a mentor. And later on, when I started reading how Silicon Valley works, I realized that a lot of Silicon Valley CEOs and C-level executives, they don't can't operate without a mentor. So there are actually paid mentors you can get were professional at it. And then you have uh, people like Bill Campbell, the trillion dollar coach. Uh, he was coach for Steve Jobs. And although uh, Jeff Bezos does not uh, acknowledge that, but the rumor is he's, he also coached him and continues to do that. So you name any, Eric Schmidt uh, was coached by him. It's not fashionable in Pakistan because there aren't any mentors available. Right? Right. So I was just looking for a mentor to provide me some guidance. Ran into Asif Akram, started meeting him, uh, found him to be a great mentor. Um, so we would have these um, intellectual back and forth discussions, culture, values in Pakistan and all of that. As you know, he had come back for his for his mother I as mean, well. I mean, there's a lot of very a lot of themes, even right. from as ba- as far back as, you know, going to a convent school, essentially. Right, right, right. Um, right. There are a lot of themes that are uh, right. intersected. Intersect- right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's when we started talking, mm-hmm. right? So uh, it took me one and a half years to assess how serious systems is about their growth and am I even going to be a good fit culturally and otherwise and finally once once I decided that that's that's the way to go uh, then I had a talk with with my CEO uh, we worked out a transition plan so it was around six months of transition made sure that Confiz itself is stable uh, would not have a lot of impact without me and then uh, and then made the move so I joined uh, systems uh, back in November 2021. Right. Um, okay. So now we're going to move the conversation a little bit towards systems. Sure. Um, and one of the things that I'm, I mean, this is the second conversation that we're having here. Uh, we're going to be having a conversation with Asif Peer as well. He's like the systems me- a sort of veteran. Right, right. Um, but the two conversations that I've had are, are both essentially relatively seen recent hires, right? And yeah. so one of the things that I'm seeing is even when I look back at the stock price, um, there was this sort of stable sort of wheels turning, everything happening. And and that was your economy as well. Yeah, Up until 2018, yeah. you know, you had a certain amount of dollar control. Export-based services business security. And a lot of those variables had been solved more or less by 2018. The only thing was the unit economics, which was fixed. Right. 
एंड सो वी आर बिगिनिंग टू नाउ सी के सिस्टम्स अब देख रहा है कह रहा है यार चलो ठीक है मार्जिन आया वो जो है ना डॉलर की वजह से आया किसी वजह से आया बट सडनली नाउ वी हैव स्पेस फॉर ग्रोथ एंड देन कोविड हिट्स राइट एंड सडनली बोथ द स्टॉक प्राइसेस दे गो स्काई हाई एंड देन गवर्नमेंट की तरफ से पॉलिसी ये मैं देख रहा हूँ एज एन आउटसाइडर राइट सो गवर्नमेंट की तरफ से पॉलिसी आ रही है सुनने में आ रहा है एस टी जी आ रहा है एस टी जी ए पार्टनर करता है सिस्टम्स की बिल्डिंग्स खड़ी हो रही हैं मैं सो आई वॉज इन टेरा डेटा बैक इन ट्वेंटी सिक्सटीन एंड एंड उस टाइम के ऊपर होता था टेरा डेटा आई वी एम एंड यू नो यू फ्लिप फ्लॉप एंड यू आप तनखा बढ़ानी है ना तो जरा दो साल अगर आई वी एम चले जाए फिर वापस आ जाना एंड सडनली ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी हैपन्स एंड एवरी सिंगल फ्रेंड ऑफ माइंड आई नो एट इन टेरा डेटा और इन दिस स्पेस छोटी सी इंडस्ट्री होती है हर किसी को आप जानती हैं जिससे एवरीबडी यू पे कब कॉल नहीं लगा यार सिस्टम निकल गए um but there is something that's happened and it's right. very recent and right. and and the visions really changed right and i correlate that with a lot of what's a lot of the talking points that i'm hearing from the government as well which is saying you know okay 50 billion dollars 15 billion dollars in like whatever amount of years and um you know tax reforms uh, tax breaks and right. um uh, you know all of these things so tell me a little bit about what's really going on here right. both within systems in terms of how what changed right and secondly in terms of the ecosystem because it's not just systems now anymore it's a gold rush where right. every it company is just right. talking about ke bhai humne ab ye banna aur humne wo banna right. so what's really going on here right so obviously i i haven't been an insider in system for that long when you talk to asif peer you'll get a get a, a a better picture of it but i can talk more in terms of general it what happened and i'm i can speculate the same happened with with systems as well but in systems it happened much better and um, in a far more lucrative way um, than other companies so if you look at um, it history right uh, it's a it services is a very human intensive uh, thing right so what exactly is that it services industry do we monetize people right, right? that's it so there's a very direct correlation between the number of people you have and the revenue you can right. pump out i mean there's that. a headcount there's billability and there's exactly. just very basic equa- equation right exactly there. exactly yeah. absolutely so selling became easy mm-hmm. during covid right so so if you have the rest of the of the variables and the equations already figured out and you're struggling because abroad you can't sell more then with covid what happened was first of all everything every industry was shell shocked right? right so the first few months if you look at uh, even pakistani companies even keep trucking and and uh, nbs and others there was a round of layoffs right, right? um uh, system didn't do that and a lot of other companies did not do that because after a few months then people realized that you know you can't close the business so yeah you, your business becomes e-commerce it connectivity and all of that and a lot of companies who had deferred or deprioritized spending on it suddenly it becomes top of their priority list right so now here you have and and, and you can't just um uh, it's not like oil you turn on the tap and and you match the supply demand deficit it's people you're talking about so you can't just turn on the on the tap and suddenly start having more people churned out right so so that's why everyone was struggling to find the resources and here you are in pakistan where although you talked about ibm and teradata and not to criticize them i'm sure they have their own realities but if you look at how long they have been in pakistan and you compare that with their offshore centers in vietnam and other countries and look at our population and and quality of our talent i mean 
it is inexplicable uh, yeah. why you aren't that big in Pakistan. So, mm. because of security, because of a lot of other uh, things, uh, these large organizations, they want to play it safe. Yeah. Right? So, it was risky to expand in Pakistan. So, here you have, and, and obviously now, uh, the H-1 visas are also choked in and all of that. So, here you have pent up amazing talent. University qualities had gone up, number of graduates had gone up. And suddenly the sales opportunities, you know, they skyrocketed. So which is the country which is ideally placed to benefit from it? It's Pakistan. Mm. And there aren't any companies who have offshore centers here in Pakistan. So system was already bigger at that time. They were enlisted. And once you do an IPO, the maturity of your top management is forced to go up mm. because otherwise the stock market will hammer you. Right. And then on top of it, you have people like um, uh, uh, like Izzat Saab and Arshad who are veteran, who have seen many uh, ups and downs. I mean, there have been time uh, Y2K happened and system was uh, was flushed with money, and then that ha- that stopped, and then you're struggling to meet the uh, meet the payroll, right? So they've seen ups and downs. So things were like stars were lined up for systems to do better. They had people like Asif Peer who were at that age and that exposure where they could see an opportunity and they were they had the right mentoring through Arshad and Izaz to actually really go aggressive on it. Other IT companies, I think they were less well-placed to benefit from it because now that you can cash in a lot of business, suddenly you have an opportunity to scale up, but you don't know how to scale, right? You look at RBsoft and Confairs and all these companies, they're made by founders who are also the CEOs. That was their, for most of them, that's their first job. Yeah. So you don't even know how to scale. I mean, so the, the business aspect is just missing over there, right? Like they know how to how to sell the service. Right. But they get stuck in this sort of local maxima and are, are, are unable to go beyond that. We have bandhagi team, saw bandhagi team, and we are unable to find that Tata Consulting out of it. Exactly. Um, that's been missing. Or uh, let's compare with, with TCS. Uh, what you what we were talking about earlier is. So there is this business sense, right? And those 20 families of Pakistan who are in so many businesses, they have that sense. But they're addicted to safe businesses. So they will open up an IPP, mm. dollar, guaranteed dollar uh, profit. They'll buy a bank. Mm. They'll open up Kia and whatnot, right? Yeah. Because they see, so, so they want immediate benefits. But they have not invested in IT. They have not uh, opened up an IT services company. It is hard. It is human intensive business. So that means that people like, um, you know, LUMS graduates and GIK and FAST graduates who have the the passion to do something for the country, they are left to open up those businesses. And they have done good enough job, but they don't have that muscle to scale. Or the the experience. Exactly. And and that's the problem. And I think system uh, was ideally placed because they were already at the at the at the place where, uh, like they had um, in their board, they had um, uh, our ex um, FPR chief um, uh, Shabar Zadi. That's that's one I of our board there's members. A, there's a there's an institutional memory there as well, right? 1979. Right. That's a long, long time right, ago. Right, right, um, right. I, if I remember this correctly. Right. And Se- 77. That's the name of the studio. 77. 77. Right, right, right. Right. And 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 that's I mean. बबल था 
mid 1990s onward mm. pakistan it industry rode that as well right. but the impact was hardly noticeable right now the impact is noticeable we are making a really a loud statement at an international level why did that happen right if you look at the amount of money poured into it in 90 from 1995 to 2001 that was far more in dollar terms or inflation ko kar le than what was poured in now so usme meri speculation ye hai ki lot of things have to happen for you to capitalize on an opportunity the first batch of fast i think it came out in 95 or 96 and i think asipir might be from that batch right usse pehle to uets hote the na right so uet mein computer science to hota hi nahi tha right so so it's no coincidence aur mard ko to akal 40 saal ke baad aati hai so it's no coincidence that people who graduate in 95 are now in in key positions in lot of these organization they have the maturity the exposure at the same time they are not lethargic they're still young enough to do something right so that is one of the reasons why pakistan was slightly better placed to capitalize on this and we are very cognizant of the fact the party is not going to last for too long although it's not going to be like a bubble that will burst it's not going to be like that because iske fundamentals are different hai lekin ye jis tarah se hai na ki there's just so much work and supply demand ka ek aisa wo ho gaya this is going to go away soon enough acha right? probably in a so? couple of yeah probably in couple of years because the reason is what what do you what do you what do you think about you jo baat hai ki yaar 5g aayega is going to add like 1 trillion minimum into the global economy and so essentially that's new opportunity um yeah koi wali baat hai ki meta world ki duniya aa rahi hai and that's right. going to really sort of create new opportunities within the digital space so while right. we can say ke, okay bpo chala gaya sara india to aam aur new growth la sakte hai ya um you know data uh, uh, even uh, ai and wo sari ki sari us wave mein hum kar lenge jitna right. kar lenge right. do you think ke nayi space banna hi ruk jayegi ya do you think uh, ke dekhiye usme less differentiate okay the bubbles जो उस वक्त डॉट कॉम का बबल था जिसको एलन ग्रीन स्पैन कहता था इेशनल एक्सुबरेंस दैट वॉज बबल बिकॉज इट वॉज नॉट बेस्ड ऑन कॉमन सेंस राइट सो पीपल पेइंग मिलियंस ऑफ डॉलर्स टू बाय एन एन एफ टी टाइम इंटरनेट रेवोल्यूशन वॉज हैपनिंग राइट एंड देन वेन स्टीव जॉब इंट्रोड्यूस स्मार्ट फोन्स राइट देन दैट that wasn't a bubble so, that's a revolution so you're essentially saying that the change, change is always going to happen right. maybe the rate of change might just go back to the fundamentals and say okay slowly and steadily rather than just this expectation ke do saal mein paisa double right, right. <laughs> you know exactly exactly yeah. so metaverse i i i see that's definitely uh, a future that's not a bubble that's yeah that, that, that's a lot of technologies have evolved to a point where metaverse Uh, is now possible right so ab ab agar distributed ledger technology ki baat kare to blockchain hai to usme i think digital currency is one of the use cases right. but uh, uh, dows jo hain that's another use case so those are here to stay and there will be lot of it uh, services Growth, work yeah. around them right, right. so i think uh, uh, so what's going to happen is because there was uh, there was a lot of demand and supply was struggling to catch up larger organizations and smart organization will never say no to the business right but big, so what what you end up doing is you end up kind of using mediocre or below average resources to do that work so now that this will stabilize the deficit will stabilize i think companies that actually focus on excellence they will win continue to win more business and those companies that have tried to 
piggyback this wave, um, they will be replaced. Uh, and that's what we're already seeing. A lot of work that we get in the US are actually, um, well, cannibalizing is not the right word, but because customer is disillusioned by their existing vendor. Right. And they're looking for a better option. And because of the tremendous talent pool that we have in Pakistan and system being a brand company, a lot of talent is attracted. So we are in a, in, in a better position to provide high quality talent and get business away from uh, other competitors, which are already multi-billion dollar companies, right? right. So I think uh, with system that trend will inshallah continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, irrational exuberance hai, like everyone is signing up e-commerce and in Pakistan we have seen startups hai, how many companies do delivery right and what is their what are their niche right so in the end one or two will survive others will go away right. you have seen the Kareem uh, impact uh, bought by Uber so these kind of things will be hype hype create hoi hai of uh, demand that will stabilize and then uh, companies who truly believe in engineering excellence, I think they will, inshallah, have a very good future ahead. Right future. The two questions particularly, I point to this point. First of all, again, international companies or Pakistani companies, there is a little difference in terms of processes, in terms of culture. And, and, and culture, I will take culture. Because at this time, it started that again, demand was very strong. Thi. तो सप्लाई साइड क्योंकि चौक हुई भी थी तो आपके पास जहां पर शायद आपको आठ बंदे चाहिए होते वहां पर अभी चार बंदे कर रहे थे एंड सो लॉट ऑफ कंपनीज लॉट ऑफ रिसोर्सेज फ्रॉम विद इन दिस कंपनीज हैव दिस सॉर्ट ऑफ वो के यार क्रेजी हुआ है रातों को एक-एक बजे भी काम कर रहे हैं बस काम करना है काम करना है एंड सो मुझे याद है कि एक जमाना था जब हम सुनते थे कि इंडिया में ऐसे होता है एंड सो अंडरस्टैंडेबली सो कि वो हसलर कल्चर है और वो हसलर कल्चर जो है वो ग्रोथ फेज में यही होगा स्टार्टअप्स में भी यही होता है बड़ी कंपनी से भी यही होता है कि जब वो हजार से 3500 में जा रहे हैं 5000 में जा रहे हैं 10000 में जा रहे हैं तो इस वक्त पूरी टॉप टू बॉटम नीड्स टू जस्ट बेसिकली जस्ट यू नो फील दैट बट देन आर वी गोइंग टू जब एक्सेलेंस की बात की तो आर वी गोइंग टू गो टूवर्ड्स बेटर प्रोसेसेस बेटर वर्क लाइफ बैलेंस बेटर स्टेबलाइज्ड सस्टेनेबल वर्क कल्चर and 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 secondly uh, you know mera khayal hai 2 saal hue hain 1000 bande se 3500 bande pe gaya and so do you think ke there is this worry or or rather let let's put it this way there is this cautious optimism that we're growing fast absolutely that's amazing uh, but ye ye na ho ke you know like don't bite more than you can swallow um ya itna zyada grow kar jaye ke baad mein sustain karna mushkil ho jayega again it is a billability based model and so uh wo aapne kaha ke abhi bahut growth hai but then suddenly khuda na khasta jang ho gayi aur ho bhi duniya mein kya chal raha hai to samajh bhi nahi aa raha na yaar why guys why right right um so kuch bhi agar force majeure ho jata hai to suddenly wo phir sara ka sara crumble na kar jaye so is in dono mein what do you think so I think Ekto, uh, uh, I was talking to Arshad, who's our group CEO. He was visiting us uh, yesterday. So Ekto, the jungle situation, I think uh, we are lucky or unlucky in a way that Pakistan ki jung India se yogi na. So we be offshore industry, we be offshore industry. So, 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 but jokes aside, I think jo apne shuru ki baat ki na culture. This is something that I think at Systems we have a lot of work to do. So one of our uh, head of engineering in, in US, who was a co-founder of, of a multi, uh, billion dollar company, Mindtree, uh, Kamran Uzair, I was talking to him and he said, we have to learn to chew the gum while running. Right? right. So what do you this, mean by that? Now, what that means is no 
nowhere has it ever happened that let's say you realize that I'm growing very fast and I have to fix this. You are not going to stop and fix it and then resume your growth. Uh, this is this is stupid. That will never happen, right? Right. So you have to figure out that, okay, this is broken. Mm. And then you have to prioritize that, okay, this needs to be top of my priority. I need to fix it while still growing. And that requires a lot of skills to do it. Achha, I, let me give you a simple example. Let's say you're an employee of systems. And you're spending late nights and... You're talking, you're bad-mouthing systems to your friend, stupid company And you're also kind of disengaged, right? And you're looking for a job elsewhere. But you're the same guy. And if I tell you a few things, and then you 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 tell me, would you still feel the same towards systems, right? So I tell you that look, in an IT services company, for a single a person, the revenue generation for a single person is 50 to 52,000 US dollars annually. Right. What that means is in a country of crore, if systems become a $1 billion revenue company, we'll end up generating more than 20,000 jobs. These are middle class jobs, middle to high middle class jobs. And by doing that, we are not creating five or 10 millionaires we are creating 20,000 middle to upper middle class people, right? Compare that to India, where India has four large, four or five of their largest companies, their annual revenue combined is like $60 billion. And this means they have created 1 million jobs. So our jihad, the reason why we are working day and night and all of that is because we are seeing an opportunity and we want to capitalize it to grow that to that level. And if today, if we grow at a 30, 35% uh, cumulative annual growth rate, it is going to take us several years to reach there. Mm. So now, what you are doing here at Systems by working late night or, or owning up to your responsibilities is actually creating a huge difference in a country where no one has even dared to create that difference. Since 1947, you look at the, the textile mills, right? What potential they had and where they are right now other than interloop or one or two group nobody is even thinking of of that so you get addicted to millions of dollars in your pocket and you're thinking about you know okay so why should i take pain in creating jobs and aspiring to do what systems is trying to do now if you as an employee are given that context suddenly you start seeing things differently Mm. suddenly when you are working late night is because while we understand that your work life is imbalanced, mm. we are working on fixing it, right. right? But we can't just turn the tap down, fix the imbalance right now, because right. then we've missed the opportunity. And this is not something our recipe, this is how the world has grown, right? right? I think so. maybe the problem there is internal comms then. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And and what structure dictates that internal communication? It's your culture and values. Right. Right now, what we are struggling with is that a lot of a uh, lot of the people, not just in system elsewhere as well, they think of culture and value as a luxury of a company that has peace of mind to now focus on it. And we have seen that cliche, uh, you know, that cliche statement that culture eats a strategy for breakfast, right? You look at all the Bay Area companies, all the great leaders, for them without culture and values, they can't build the company, Mm. right? 
Now, if you look at systems values, it's integrity, innovation, dedication. So we have had a lot of internal discussions where we are saying, well, why is integrity even a value? It's a prerequisite. Mm. The job that now we have to do is that we internal values believe We believe in curiosity, we believe in empathy, we believe in this mission that we are truly trying to do something which is so crazy that a bicycle or a body music is not going to be It's going to fundamentally change the way that fundamentally uh, essentially exactly. business is run in Pakistan. And now you can see that if you are going to do any, you get people who know what's around the corner. Pakistan is not going to be talent, right? Brain drain is not going to be Google or Facebook or whatever. So Pakistan ki jo realities hain wo Pakistaniyon ko hi pata hai aur wo Pakistani wo abhi khud 40s mid 40s mein hain they haven't scaled anything themselves so a lot of us are struggling and 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 learning on the job but still we haven't taken the easy way out which is ki yaar 15 million 22 million uh, 20 million se niche ki company bana lete hain apne bhi paise bana lete hain so when when we need what we need to do is tell our people this is what we are doing right mm. अगर आप स्टार्टअप से इसको कंपेयर करें तो स्टार्टअप का जो मेट्रिक होता है वो होता है रेवेन्यू उन्होंने रेवेन्यू इंक्रीज करना है नंबर ऑफ एम्प्लॉइज रिड्यूस करना राइट सो इफ यू लुक एट फेसबुक का क्या है फेसबुक का है 1.6 टू 1.7 मिलियन पर एम्प्लॉई सो 107 बिलियन डॉलर एनुअल रेवेन्यू पे दे हैव अराउंड 70 75000 पॉपुलेशन कंपेयर दिस विद विद द फोर इंडियन कंपनीज हु हैव कंबाइंड ऑफ 60 मिलियन प्लस 60 बिलियन प्लस मन रेवेन्यू दिस मींस इफ फेसबुक का अगर मेट्रिक यूज़ करेंगे तो वो जो 50 60 बिलियन एनुअल रेवेन्यू बनाना है वो आपके सिर्फ 20000 लोग बनाएंगे अभी वो 1 मिलियन प्लस लोग बना रहे हैं सो वो जो मॉडल है वेदर इट्स एयरलिफ्ट वेदर इट्स वटेवर कंपनीज उनका जो मॉडल है they they're it's very sick. concentrated and that's one of the reasons why the vc is looking at it as well ke yaar cost ekoi nahi hai 60 70 banda jo hai wo ja ke billions of dollars ko ghuma raha hai exactly to for the capitalist it's very good but right. actually if you're talking about creating middle class jobs right it generally tends not to do that wo kehte hain ki wo job create karte hain but they're generally targeting the masses sure but there's not right. a lot of social mobility in those right. jobs right and also this they're also doing a service what is that service so i don't consider making few people filthy rich a service right but their service is actually solving a chronic problem in the right. and problem i use it with quotes like facebook what problem is facebook solving right yeah. but kareem does solve a problem right, right? so uh, airlift does solve a problem so unki jo civic duty hai wo hai ki we are solving a problem we are not focusing on creating jobs, jobs per right. se jobs get created great right yeah. but hamara jo problem solving is our so pakistan needs both but if i have to pick mm. in a in a population of 22 crore where 60% of your uh, people are below 30 mm. and a, a predominant majority are between you know 18 to 30 years of age how, how do you feed them Do you feed them by giving handouts by becoming let's say Bill Gates and then giving handouts and feeding them that way or do you create jobs for them right, right. so that's why I, the reason I have picked IT services is is to create jobs and create middle class right makes makes sense um how do you see the difference between what what the IT sector growth that we're looking at and the startup growth that we've seen in 2021 i mean there's been a there's been a huge boom there as well over 400 million dollars investment right. uh, even this year now um some people were saying it's going to slow down international markets are very right. very conservative now suddenly you know right. obviously economic situation is very different constantly right. we're looking at the stock market right again 
commodity price is very very high people are really looking at their wallets and really only spending on things that they know are a short short success but then right. we saw bazaar getting 70 million only announced yesterday yeah. Yeah. so we are hearing those success stories right. um and just as we are seeing the it services sector finally beginning to have that sort of hyper growth right. uh, and 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 the majority i feel like we were now seeing the same in the startup space as well right right um how do you reconcile with both of them in pakistan uh, it sector services ko to aapne kaafi detail mein analysis right. de diya but right. startups ke bare mein kya pata hai i think uh, startup uh, i'm very excited about it right so uh, mind my french i think startup business is very sexy right, right. and we do the grind the monotony and i don't want to repeat i oh, to pehle services pe baat ho gayi hai so one thing that people who are commenting on startups and who are observing startup one of the thing that they have to realize is ab airlift raised a lot of money uh, kind of became a unicorn first uh, of its kind in pakistan and if you look at the some sectors the negative publicity or the targeting that they're doing for airlift without actually understanding the globally how it works right <clears throat> so the poor guys have been jo ek jihad kar rahe hain i would say simple nahi hota you're bringing in foreign investor unki puri ek team hoti hai to do due diligence right unhone due diligence karne ke baad airlift ko ek valuation diya right mm. and now if you start criticizing airlift without actually analyzing and then comparing airlift with thanos ke ye ho gaya wo ho gaya without understanding the thanos history either yeah i mean shame on you right mm, mm. so right now i think the investors are smart mm. when investors invest in anything they know not everything is a sure sure shot right the bay area mein to you you wear your failure as a badge of honor right. maybe you glamorize it too much right, right. but that's the reality of it अब पाकिस्तान का चक्कर ये है कि बहुत सारी चीज़ें एकदम से ऊपर आना शुरू हो गई दिस इज द फर्स्ट टाइम वी हैव द लॉन्गेस्ट रन ऑफ लेजिटिमेट डेमोक्रेसी राइट सो लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स आर ओपनिंग अप मीडिया यंग पीपल आर ग्रोइंग अप सो लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स आर हैपनिंग साइमल्टेनियसली एंड इवन सम अमाउंट ऑफ रिवर्स ब्रेन ब्रैन इज ऑल्सो हैपनिंग सो दिस इज जस्ट लाइक बैक इन द डेज जब रेडियो बना था राइट सो जो रेडियो सुन रहे होते थे उनको आप कहते यार ये लफंगे हैं डाइजेस्ट पढ़ रहे होते थे यार ये लफंगे हैं फिर जब टीवी आया तो फिर वो उन्होंने कहा रेडियो वॉज रेडियो वॉज बेटर राइट सो हम उस फेस से गिर गुजरे ओनली प्रॉब्लम इज वो चीज़ें पहले तीस चालीस साल में होती थी अब वो एवरी ईयर हो रही हैं राइट फेसबुक इज इट कूल नॉट शूड आई बी हैंगिंग आउट टिक टॉक उस पर मैंने क्या करना है और साथ में ये स्टार्टअप्स भी होना शुरू हो गई सो आई थिंक एज अ सोसाइटी वी हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड all of these are adding tremendous value to pakistan right the last thing we should be doing is pulling each other's legs right, right. so i think startups are are a great thing they have put pakistan on the on the international map lot of foreign investors are coming and people like we were discussing gobi ventures even traditional businesses are now at least investing in those they're getting a, a a flavor of you know it whether it's through startup or it services so i think this is this is great but we need to if you if someone wants to do a long term bet they need to look what happened in indonesia what has traditionally happens in in bay area and have realistic expectations yeah i mean i feel like one of the reasons why so i'm i'm all about startups and right. i think it's uh, it's finally happening <laughs> to be very honest it's right. been a, it's been over a decade we've been right. talking about it with the nics and the plan 9s and so on right. and so forth and now uh, we're finally getting the validation ke yaar kar sakte hain aur ho sakta hai 
my only concern with, with with startups is not just with startups but it's with the general business sense in this country which is inherently cons- consumption based right? right and i think right. one of the things that a lot of a lot of uh, technocratic people have understood over the past 3 years whether they whether they be they belong to any side of the aisle in terms right. of politics right. is that we can't afford to have a consumption based economic strategy anymore exactly right it needs to be export based right it needs to be wealth creation and so right. sure we can do all sorts of consumption based optimization of your uh, business services and solve those problems right. but until and unless we are essentially growing industries like the it services or the टेक्सटाइल और दी इवन अगर गाड़ियाँ बना रहे हैं तो ये देखें कि यार कंटेनर बारह हज़ार पाँच सौ का हो गया दो ढाई हज़ार से चाइना से तो मे बी वी कैन असेंबल इट एंड सेंड इट टू द मिडल ईस्ट राइट सो हाउ कैन वी आई थिंक एवरी इन टर्म्स ऑफ इन्वेस्टर्स एंड इन टर्म्स ऑफ ओवरऑल हमारा पुश वन ऑफ द थिंग आई एम रियली लुकिंग फॉर्वर्ड टू सी इज वन द इंटायर हायर आर की बिगिनस टू अंडरस्टैंड के यार पहली प्रायोरिटी एक्सपोर्ट बेस्ड राइट और जब एक्सपोर्ट बेस्ड में वेल्थ क्रिएशन हो रही है तो जाहिर है उस पैसे ने कहीं तो मूव करना है एक्जैक्टली एंड सो ऑटोमेटिकली योर रिमेनिंग हमारा मसला ये ना हम कहते हैं यार एक दफ़ा कंजम्पन बेस्ड करके वो कर लो ऑटोमेटिकली वो जगह इट्स नॉट इट्स दैट वे इट्स दर वे अराउंड पैसा होगा मैं स्पेंड करूँगा राइट पहले तो आप बाहर से पैसा तो लेकर आए पाकिस्तान एंड सो दैट्स वे दैट्स वाई उस कॉन्टेक्स में ही मैंने वो वो किया था कि हाउ डू यू सी बिकॉज मुझे ये लगता है कि आई सर्विसेज इज नाउ एसेंशियल फॉर द ग्रोथ ऑफ स्टार्टअप राइट 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 So that's that's a very beautiful analysis. So two points I want to make uh, on what you said. So first of all, IT services uh, industry is very essential for startups, uh, and the way I think they're essential is because uh, when startups scale, right? Uh, and there is a term in Bay Area which they use, which is called blitz scaling, which means scaling very fast, right? And and it's a whole different ball game. uh different playbooks are needed if you want to scale that fast none of pakistani startups are are going to go blitz scale but still so how do you manage that scale like for example airlift right um young people started off where they going to get the top management who will they have done the hard work they have the funding and everything so where is the brain power going to come in that will show them how you scale right right ऑब्वियसली कोई गोरा तो आएगा नहीं पाकिस्तान में कैसे आएगा आप देखें कि इवन पीपल एज ब्रिलियंट एज लैरी पेज एंड सर्जे ब्रेन गूगल को फाउंडर देर बोर्ड टोल्ड दैम दैट यू कॉन्ट स्केल दिस एनी मोर गेट एरिक शमिट सो एरिक शमिट के मेन एज एन एडल्ट सुपरविजन ही वॉज वेरी सक्सेसफुल आठ दस बारह साल के बाद वंस लैरी पेज एंड सर्जे वर एडल्ट इनफ ही वॉज मेड द प्रेजिडेंट ऑफ द बोर्ड एंड दे टुक ओवर एंड दैट्स अ टिपिकल प्ले बुक एक्सेप्ट ऑफ एमेजॉन एंड मे बी वन और टू कंपनीज all these startups very soon in their career once they were once jab unko validation mil gayi ki this is going to stay the board brought in a professional ceo and the ceo uh, took them forward even uh, jeff bezos is a counter example even jeff bezos ki case mein bhi what happened was 3 4 years into that the board thought that jeff bezos is not the right person to be leading and they sent bill campbell who who, who was his coach later on to go and see they, they had hired a chief operating officer and they said well go and see maybe this is the guy that chief operating officer had scaled companies so bill campbell went in he attend, he spent one one week there he um, talked to people he attended few meetings he came back and he told the board that look two reasons why jeff bezos has to say as ceo number one people are willing to die for him not for chief operating officer but that's an emotional reason number two the chief operating officer was the words he used was unnaturally focused on compensation matters and that's a red flag for me 
So they went on with Jeff Bezos and the rest is history. But majority of the companies have scaled through professional. So how, where are these startups going to get those professional C-level executives? In services companies, right? right? Right, So that's one way how services companies will fuel the growth for, for startups. Now, coming to the, uh, the consumer base and uh, very brilliant analysis. You're absolutely right. Once dollar comes in, our consumer, just like our rate of population, the consumer number is going to increase. So, exports, I fully agree with you. That's how, how we feel. It's like automatic. It's automated. It means that when the market is growing, it's automatically going to be able to solve the problem. Exactly. Um, so, we're at the 1 hour 21 minute right. mark. And, and, and thank you so much for giving us the extra time because our 1 hour commitment thi. I'm going to ask you one last question. I had a lot more to talk about, but right. this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this can go on for two hours. Right. Um, this is a question I ask all of the guests and you've been around, you've been to different countries as well. Uh, you've had a very interesting experience, particularly IT, but it's a multiple times. It's a very exciting times. Finally, it's very exciting times. Right. Um, how do you see Pakistan 30 years from now in 2050? Um, knowing what you know now, seeing what you've seen over the years. <laughs> I really don't know. Right, so I think few of the things because there's a lot of if then else's, um, and I will only talk about IT services. I believe that what Pakistan would be 30 years from now would be determined in the next five to seven years, right? Because across the border, uh, we have so much similarities with Indian from cultural point of view and all of that, and and if I dare might say that in terms of the 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 fanaticism and the politics and all of that 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 BJP is, is currently going through. This is something that we went through in 1980s, yeah, right? Been yeah. there, done it, we know how it, it ends, yeah. right? So there's so many similarities. We know the fire burns. We know so the fire, exactly. It, yeah. So there's so many similarities. If companies like systems, if we are half a billion plus revenue, and not valuation. Valuation to our 600 million, now it's a little bit of stock, inshallah, it will go So half a billion, right, uh, within next few years, and we already have targets, and we're chasing those targets, then that will be the game changer. Uh, and then that will, then I could just speculate, you know, from that point onwards, what Indian IT industry was from that point onwards, 30 years into future, that's where we have the potential of being in. Give me a best case scenario. What's the number we could potentially Well, best case scenario really is we all hope uh, we achieve what India just achieved, which is they now have... Uh, more IT exports than the oil that uh, Saudi Arabia exports, right? Right. Uh, we just hope that, that that's where we'll end up being. It's unlikely that that would be the case um, because there's, there are things which are beyond our control. Right. Right now, what worries me the, bo the most for us that we might not reach there is the fact that if I look at IT services industry, there is no worthy second or third to systems. Mm. That's not good for us. Yeah, and, and that's it's not very easy to get complacent, right? Because you're at the top. Exactly, and and uh, I was listening to the YouTube uh, CEO. Um, so when YouTube captured the whole market, uh, so someone was interviewing him, and they said that you know just like you are going through the journey, he said, okay, now now you're here uh, this year, and YouTube has all the market share. So what were you thinking behind closed doors? He said we were very worried because for the reason that we will get complacent. You need to have a really smart number two chasing you. Mm. That's what brings the best out of you. We don't have that in Pakistan. And that's scary for systems, that's scary for our IT industries. We could happen, 
I think our existing potential competitors, they need to wean off themselves off of uh, being, being happy and content with the two, three million dollars they make every year. They need to invest in their own growth. A lot of these invest, investor, co-founders, they've done the hard work. 10, 15 years they have been around, they are sustainable, sustaining it. They're reinvesting in startups rather than their you know, own growth, right? So if I have, if I have to bet on uh, Muzammil or Kashif and I'm betting on Muzammil, what does this tell you about me? Mm. That's the problem. So that's why we don't have worthy number two. And if we don't have one company can't shoulder all the burden, um, then this would be the really doomsday scenario for us. And I hope inshallah it doesn't happen. Makes a lot of sense, sir. Thank right. you so much for taking the time out and sharing all the insight. And I mean, it's a phenomenal journey. Uh, I do hope, inshallah, we see systems going where you, know, you guys are headed towards. And I also hope that worthy number two and number three and number 50 will come this industry. Mein aay. Um, thank you so much for taking the time out. Thank you very much. And for all of you guys, thank you so much for watching. If you like your episode, you will share your friends. You will like the button and engage me. You will share your conversation. पहुंचेगी फेसबुक वाले नीचे दी गई लिंक पर क्लिक करके टी वी डी कम्यूनिटी ज्वाइन कर सकते हैं यहाँ पर हम डिफरेंट फीडबैक भी लेते हैं गेस्ट रिकमेंडेशन भी लेते हैं और आर्टिकल्स भी शेयर करते हैं सीन जॉइन एस वेल ऑडियो प्लेटफॉर्म वाले सब्सक्राइब कर दमाएंगे आने वाले एपिसोड का नोटिफिकेशन मिलेगी काशि भाई किसी बात से आप एग्री या डिसग्री करते हैं कॉमेंट सेक्शन में बताएं वी यू थिंक वी थिंग अबाउट द फ्यूचर ऑफ सिस्टम वी थिंग अबाउट द फ्यूचर ऑफ द आई टी इंडस्ट्री वुड लेफ्ट हेयर थॉट्स अगर इफ यू लाइक टू सपोर्ट द चैनल इसी पैसा जायज कैसे हमारे कहीं पर आ रहा होगा यू कैन सपोर्ट द चैनल बाई गिविंग वन रुपी और एज मच एज यू लाइक इट्स थॉट दट काउंट्स बट एनी मेज दिस वो सही मजा मिला सुन जैदी यू आर वॉचिंग थॉट Thanks thank you so much for watching and I'll see you the next one